Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So 2-1, Canada trailing Morocco. Things got off to a really, really bad start because I think I think Morocco scored their first goal literally within the first couple of minutes of the game. So it was like, uh-oh. And then they got another one. But Canada's coming back. It's 2-1 right now. Now, really, it's, it's all academic anyhow. Canada's not advancing. We know that. But hey, a good showing is a good showing. And we've now scored two goals at the World Cup. We had none going to this tournament. So, I mean, things are getting better. It's progress. It's all progress. Um, but more curious to me is... Uh, how many people are still interested, knowing that this game, really, there was nothing on the line other than national pride? Would people get up on a snowy, cold winter morning, Thursday morning, mind you, to head to the pub and take in the action? Turns out, yeah, they will. Let's check in with Brad Whisker now, 630 Ted producer and uh, man on the street reporter today. Brad, where, you're at, uh, what, the cabin on Jasper Avenue in Edmonton, right? You, you got it, man. There's a huge soccer ball on top of the building. You, you, <laughs> you'd be able to spot it from about two kilometers away. It's, uh, it's a great atmosphere down here. There's about 50 people here right, right now, like you said, on a cold, you know, snowy Thursday morning in December. And we're watching Canada play soccer halfway around the world. It, it really is surprising. So, like, how many people would you say have gone down? Like, how many people got out of bed? Game started, what, 8 o'clock, right? Yeah, 8 o'clock. There's about 50 people here uh, for this wow, game this okay. morning. But I was talking to the, the manager, Nathan Richards, earlier this morning, and I was asking him about Sunday's game because, you know, not many people are working on Sunday. 9 o'clock, uh, first touch for Canada and Croatia. 150 people waiting in line. What? to get into the, to the bar on Sunday morning to watch Canada play. So put that into perspective. You know, a lot of us can joke about Canada being weak at soccer and, you know, not a lot of people paying attention, but they've clearly grabbed the attention this year. And uh, it was just great to hear that that many people lined up on a Sunday morning in late November to come watch the game. That is, it is impressive. It absolutely is impressive. I'm surprised. So what's the, what, what's the atmosphere? I mean, are like people, are they, are they drinking? Is it like, you know, are they coming down there with the intention of being in a bar or is it more like <laughs> breakfast? What's going on? There's some libations. Definitely. There's really? some drinks going on right now. Uh, people are enjoying some drinks, but people are also here just having coffee and breakfast and then going off to work. Other fans are saying, hey, I took the day off. I spoke to one fan. His name is Mike Castillo. He's so excited. He was so amped up for this game that he and his wife pulled the kids out of school today, brought them in with mom and dad to watch the game. What? So, yeah, they are here with their, their kids. They're you know, under 10 years old, but they're huge Alfonso Davies fans. They're huge into soccer, and the parents thought, you know what, we don't really have this opportunity too often, maybe once every four years, so why not let them enjoy in an atmosphere like this? Sure, why not? That makes sense. I mean, what about going forward? We know this is Canada's last game. They come home after uh, after this match with Morocco. So, so what happens down at this bar? And I'm thinking other bars that are just like it that have had the opportunity to open up early. Are they going to continue with it? I mean, are people showing up for other games? Oh, yeah. I was, again, talking to the manager. He said, we are going to be open every morning that there is a game. It doesn't matter if it's Brazil, Argentina, if it's Spain and Cameroon, whoever's playing, 
They are going to be open, and according to him, the crowds have been big every single day, whether it's a Monday, a Sunday, or any day in between. Uh, people are showing up, and they're having a blast. It's good to hear, because, I mean, really, like, we're, we're focused on this Canada game today, but really, what is there, three, four games a day, right? So it lasts for several hours, so if you're running a bar, you can basically plan a whole day around it. Well, yeah, that's it, and I was actually talking to a couple of the waitresses, too, just due to the fact that, this is off hours for them, right? <laughs> like yeah. the bar atmosphere is supposed to be the nighttime and, and having, you know, that nightlife activity. So I was just asking them about their schedule and what it's like been interacting with people. And they're also having so much fun, especially during the Canada games. They said no matter the score, fans have been great to them. They're, one interesting point is the fans aren't taking it out on the waitresses. And by that, they mean with tips and their attitude towards <laughs> the Canada. If Canada scores or if they allow a goal, they're still having fun. Waitresses and waiters are being treated properly, and that's something you love to hear, too. Excellent. Yeah, it, it is good. I mean, and, and that's what it comes down to, right, Brad? I mean, no matter what happens, and we're not advancing, we're not moving past this game today or whatever, but nonetheless, for, for Canadian soccer fans, this is sort of, it's reaching the highest mountain. You're at least in the World Cup. You're, you're competing. That's a massive step forward, right? It's a massive step forward, and it's step one, because now they're here and the tournament hasn't gone well. We all know that. We're yeah. aware. But we, are, we do get an automatic berth in 2026. You have four years to build on the success of making the tournament this year, and now it's taking to that next level in 2026, hopefully getting a result and hopefully moving to the knockout stage. This team has a lot of young players. There's a lot of hope around it. You hear the coach, John Herdman, talk about it all the time, about how hopeful he is of these guys, and he loves his players. So there is a lot to look forward to for all soccer fans, and especially those kids that are looking up to these guys and want to get involved in the game. That's the thing. Whenever something like this happens and it grabs the national attention, you just get more and more interest, more and more kids get involved. I mean, soccer, it's a going concern. It's growing like no other sport. There's no doubt about it. And it won't be long before Canada's a major player. I'm sure of it. No doubt. That's all we can hope for, right? I mean, the more kids that get involved in youth sport, uh, they just have a lot of fun. They get to meet friends. They make connections. And that's what it's all about. Yep. I mean, you coach hockey. You coach hockey for a long time. And you know what it's like when you're involved in a sports team as a young kid. You make lifelong friends. You do. So this is just another avenue, another sport for kids to get into. It doesn't need to just be Canada's game in hockey. They can get involved in soccer and feel like they have a chance to make it to the big stage. That's the thing. You've already seen it happen before. Why not? You can be there too. Good stuff. Thanks very much, Brad. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Jay. That's Brad Whisker, who is a producer here at 630 Ched and uh, is down at the cabin. Thanks to the cabin for hosting Brad this morning. No, he can be a handful, but uh, he's down there taking in this Canada-Morocco game today. And like he said, you know, Dozens of people there. He figures probably about 50 people. I mean, listen, if, if you're not in Edmonton, this morning sucks. It's it, It's been snowing all night. There's still some snow out there. I think, what's the temperature? Like minus 25? Something like that? It's, uh, let me see here. I'm going to get a quick temperature update. Minus 24. So it's minus 24 degrees. Wind chill of minus 31. You've got the option of just staying in your PJs and sitting on the couch and watching it at home. Uh, but about 50 people actually braved that weather to go down and watch the game. And I'm sure they did in other locations across the province. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.